Well, good, good, good afternoon, everyone. It's uh, Clover doing the podcast today, and I've got a very special guest with me, which is, or who is, I should say, Tim, who is the manager of Moose, the cafe at the far end of Whitcomb High Street. Good, good afternoon, Tim. Hello, Clover. Nice to, nice to speak to you. Uh, now, Tim's obviously one of those those people who's been really affected by. Uh, the COVID-19 virus in terms of his his business and we thought it'd be good just to catch up with someone from the community who's in that position learn how it's affected them and how they they see things changing and emerging as as the situation changes and we we, we slowly emerge from lockdown so Tim for, for, for the folk that haven't uh, perhaps had the opportunity to meet you um, I know you uh, relatively well um, We've, um, I think you've started uh, down at Moose not long after I joined uh, the church as a pastor. Um, and for, for those that don't know, many of my sermons are actually fueled by your product. I turn up in the afternoon <laughs> when I'm flagging after lunch <laughs> and, and the sermons are brought to you by Moose Coffee. Um, so, so, Tim, uh, how long is it that you've been there and, uh, and what brought you into running, running a cafe? Yeah, for those who don't know, I'm the, I'm the, the sort of tall, beardy fellow who's um, often behind the counter in the mornings in the shop. Um, <laughs> I, I I bought the business as a as a going concern, as they say, from uh, from a company that was, was known as Kindling. Now, there's been a cafe in in uh, the end of of Woodcombe Parade since 2003, and I'm now coming up to just under six years there myself. So for me, it was a career change. I was in uh, commercial property before. I had a proper job in the city and all that kind of thing. Uh, and was looking for, a, for something that I could do without having to do a commute, without having to sort of um, uh, continue the, sort of the, the, the thing I've been doing for, for 20 odd years. And um, was looking for, for a, new, a new venture. Um, I obviously was walked past Kindling every day um, for the sort of four or five years I'd lived in Bath before that and uh, thought it looked like a really interesting opportunity. So I had no experience. I took on someone else's model completely um, and we rebranded, uh, yeah, just to say just under six years ago. And it's taken me about five and a half years to get how I think is good at it. Mm. Um, I, I love it. Uh, I love being in Whitcomb. Um, there is, uh, there's a, there's a different style of working. I'm obviously hospitality is, is a, is a big part of what Bath is about, mm. but there are, there's, there's definitely different types of hospitality you can do. And uh, um, being a sort of tourist-led city centre um, kind of business is, is one way and not something that really appealed to me. I, I, you know, it's kind of like a fast food kind of there. You don't have any uh, relationships with people. You don't have any communication of any lasting merit. And it's kind of, you know, in, out, you know, bang what they want in front of them and move on to the next one. With, with a sort of place in, in like, like, like Moose and Whitcomb, it was a, it, it allowed me to then have a relationship with the, with the people that are around. You know, I would say that probably 70% of my customers come in at least three days a week. Um, so I get to know people pretty well. And as you say, be part of, be part of their lives. You know, coming to Moose when you're writing your sermons is, is part of your routine. Mm. Um, and so serving you and talking about the weekend um, is then part of ours. Um, and it's a, it's, I think it's a very healthy way of working. I think it's a very, a very um, uh, interesting way of spending your day. Um, you know, I, I think there's probably more of the big bucks to be had in, in having a sort of big franchise in town, um, but it's not kind of what I, what I wanted. So for me, it was being part of the community, providing a home for people to go to when they, you know, 
when they aren't at home. Mm. Um, people uh, say, and so we don't know everyone's name, but we pretty know pretty much what, what they all drink. Mm. Um, and, and I think that relationship is huge. I have a, a lovely team. I've always had a good team, but, um, you know, at the moment, I think we've, we've kind of hit a, an absolute peak at the moment. And, um, and I think we're, we're, we're sort of appreciated for that. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know if that's kind of what you're expecting me to say, but, uh, that's, that's why I'm in Whitcomb and, um, you know, we're here to stay really. Uh, and, yeah. And, and I very much appreciate that about, uh, you know, uh, about Moose, you know, that, you know, I think, you know, I know all your staff, your staff will recognize me, you know, we, 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 we talk as friends by name and, and actually through those conversations, I've been drawn in to meet other people within the Wigan community and make a wider circle of friends. And that's happened through, through Moose and the people that I see regularly in there and so on. And I, I you know, I think that's very much appreciated by, by a lot of people. Um, but of course, in appreciating that, in, in the present circumstances, we, we find ourselves where, you know, you've been, you know, forced to, you know, to, to, to close the business, um, you know, temporarily, of course. But, you know, how, how was that? I mean, did it all happen very suddenly for you? Um, did you, you know, I think all of us have been surprised by the scale of the impact of, of COVID-19. But, but, but how were those early weeks as the virus for you? Did you, did you see it coming in terms of having to, to close as you did? Did it all happen very rapidly? How did that pan out for you at Moose? Yeah, I think we all saw it coming. I think we knew that was going to be the case. Um, I think when actually the, the final one, when the hammer fell on um, uh, pubs and restaurants, mm. uh, I think that, that felt quite, quite quick. Mm. Um, it sort of on that Friday night, there was the call for those to close. Now, we obviously, as someone who could do takeaway only, mm. uh, we weren't ordered to close yeah as i understand it i mean it was the kind of situation was we thought we could carry on doing takeaways and we thought that there would be a market for takeaways too you know that obviously mm. with, the, with the, the surgery opposite with the you know the dental practices opposite we thought that they would stay open we thought there would be people around um who would be that we would be able to to help um and so on that friday we, we then closed at the weekend and sort of re-prepped ourselves for a takeaway and so we removed all our crockery. We kind of moved things around. We moved all our seating to stop people sitting in. And we reopened again on that Monday afterwards just to see how people would react and see whether people were uh, in a mindset to do social distancing before social distancing was really drummed into and whether people would be sensible. You know, I had a, had a fear that, of course, that people wouldn't be sensible and that everyone would be standing and standing in the doorway chatting to each other. And no matter what we could do, that wouldn't, you know, we would just be a problem. And in all honesty, everyone was very, very good on that first day. Obviously, we were tremendously quiet, but we, everyone was generally good and understood. And, you know, people realized they had to pay with contactless rather than with cash. And they realized that they weren't going to be able to use their reusable cups because that was a, a risk to us and them. And so we kind of thought this, would, this, was, this, would, this could be the future. Um, talking to the team, they were obviously, they're all young and very keen to work and they're all very hardworking guys and they, they kind of didn't want to stop and the idea of being at home was, was, was sort of horrific to, to them really um, uh, and so we kind of thought well we, we should try and keep going and then we sort of we talked amongst, amongst us all and sort of realized that you know perhaps by providing a, a sort of a place where people would be attracted to go was perhaps not on message mm. and that was something that we were sort of saying that, that we weren't doing the right thing for you know everyone's sake by having someone that would be a draw and so we talked about it and then we decided we were going to close and we were going to close for a while um i think in my head at the time with i sort of thought that 
August would be about the time when we'd be back up. And, and I, I use the word normal very loosely. Yeah. Um, and so I sort of talked to the team saying so that we just had to make sure that we were still alive in August. That was kind of, mm. of our mantra in the last kind of week. And so uh, we were sort of working out how much we had in the bank, how much, how long we could pay wages for, what, what my team needed to live on, what, you know, what we, we, we could do. And it would have been touch and go to August. Um, you know, we had, um, we had reserves and we had, you know, good reserves, but, but we couldn't do that forever. Yeah. And, you know, was half wages right? Was three quarter wages right? You know, full wages, we probably would have lasted six weeks. Half wages, you know, obviously double that. And mm. so we, we realized that we'd, we, you know, there would be a problem. And then thankfully, very soon after that, there was the two bits of news for businesses which were very good for, for people like us, which first of all was, was the government grant. Uh, we got through our rates. Uh, we got a little bit of a grant of, of £10,000, which kind of saw us over the, the ongoing costs, the rent, the, the insurance, the, the, you know, the heating and light, the heating and not heating and lighting, but the electricity and the, 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 sort of the, 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 the cost that we can't stop paying for even we're going on we can obviously reduce but can't stop um and then the, the second part of that was the furloughing scheme which obviously for for my team was 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 perfect it allowed them to sort of think about their futures work out that they were wanting to come back and that they were just you know waiting for the opportunity to come back and work um we had to do a little bit of topping up on that um in order to make it fair for everybody um Obviously, me not taking a wage and not being self-employed, I'm the, the, the gap in this. But you know, equally, I'm the business holder, and you know, very proud to to um, take a little bit of a hit on that as well. Mm. Um, so uh, we then uh, that then bought us the time to sort of to to reassess the business. I think without the furloughing, I think we probably would have had to have had to have closed. Um, I don't think we could have my team would probably have had to have gone on to benefits at that stage because we would have, wouldn't have been able to carry on paying them. And that then meant that, the, you know, we were in a situation where it just, you know, it probably would have, uh, I suppose intellectually have broken us really as the fact, mm. you know, this whole thing of building up a business and then, and then knowing that you can't actually keep it going and you know, just hemorrhaging money until you run out of money. Um, we're very pleased that we can, we can phase back in. That's also very good because again, I don't know what requirements of staff I've got going forward. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I don't really yet know how, how long our working day is going to be. Um, my guess is it's probably going to be earlier. Uh, we're going to stay up early and then close kind of after sort of lunchish time. Uh, we, we had always um, uh, been very, very active during the, the school run time, but I don't think that's a, um, a good part of the business anymore because again it's generally eating in it's not you know it's not a not not a, a time where i think we can be um an effective business and so of course we our hours are going to be less uh and of course you know my team do rely on their hours in order to pay their rent and you know pay their bills so you know we will try and phase them back in as equally as we can and uh you know try and try and get up to speed you know as as, as best we can in the circumstances Mm. Yes, because uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago on Thursday, I was driving down, as people will know, I record um, uh, the, the, the service that I, I'm responsible for on a Thursday afternoon, and I drove past mm. and I nearly had a heart attack because... I saw that uh, I saw that <laughs> I saw that the windows were whitewashed, and I parked up and I sprinted back down to kind of, you know, 
it, it with feelings of disarray and fear to discover that in fact you would kind of put a sign up in the window assuring us that in fact that you know that you're 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 doing a refit at the moment. So just just tell us you 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 know because you're having to kind of do your best to manage a situation. You don't know how long it's going to last, how it's going to pan out. As you say, you don't know what con- consumer confidence, as it were, is going to be like. What is it that yep. you're doing to prepare for reopening? And when do you, when do you, at the moment, you're planning for that to happen? Well, f- first off, I mean, I, I will be honest. I, it was the, the little bit of the um, of the uh, the sadist in me that did actually uh, <laughs> not put too much information out there, um, just just to sort of you know uh, kind of create a little bit of a buzz in in sort of you know both both ways as well. Mm. Um, the intention always to reopen um and um it was it was an opportunity for us we have to sort of i think take take these times of saying it's an opportunity to, to reassess and to reevaluate and to you know change direction um and by 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 buying a business of course the setup that was there sort of you know physically the physical setup was something i inherited as well mm. and i'd always wanted to actually re- refit out the, um, the, the 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 space to to doing what i wanted to do uh, rather than what sort of what we've always done uh, and so it, we, we really took very early on we took the decision we were going to um, uh, invest the money in the business and do a refit and um, come back come back swinging as they say mm. um, of course that left us with, with a number of questions of sort of saying you know do we refit for the short term or do we refit for the long term or how do we how do we you know uh, manage this process um, I think in the short term my, my guess is that our business is going to be very much more um, takeaway driven and therefore uh the setup has got to be better suited to doing that um so we are we have laid it out so there'll be more food to order there'll be hopefully more variety of food to take away and um you know we are going to have to be uh, very uh, professional about um, managing our wastage and um, managing our our, our product uh, range in order to um Keep things going as you know, uh, uh, as 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 financially viable as possible, mm-hmm. and so the, the the fit out is very much a case of you know it is designed for the long term, um, but with an eye to the to the to to where we are now. Um, we are not going to uh, put any of our, our seating furniture back in in the short term, yeah. um, so therefore the setup as it stands will be takeaways only. Um, so we are we will have all the usual things that we have to do. We will have screens. We will have um, you know, ordered flow of movement, um, which is proving quite hard in the, the amount of space we have. Obviously, we are very, there's a bottleneck of, our, you know, our entrance and, and exit, which we we can't do in a, a one in, one out, um, you know, having a sorry, one, an entrance way and one, one exit way because um, well, we don't have another exit way. Yeah. So that, that is going to be hard. I mean, I could ferry you out onto Rossiter Road, but then I'm not entirely sure that would help your, uh, uh, your, your, your movement through town. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so yeah, we are hoping to reopen at the end of the month. Um, we have penciled in uh, the sort of the, the first week in July as being the time we're, we're, going, we're going to open. Uh, the the first um, uh, our prime minister's first perhaps confusing um, uh, uh, description of, of of easing of lockdown sort of hinted that the fourth of July might be a time to go on to the second phase of openings. You know, the, June was the, for the shops. The second second phase was for um those more more difficult and i think uh fourth of july is a saturday i believe which is a kind of i think more of a political um independence day narrative rather than a good day to do it so we've sort of we're sort of aiming for the first first week in july to open uh we are a tiny bit behind schedule um but not very much 
uh, one of the joys of, of doing a refit in lockdown is that you do there are people out there willing to work and um you know who have space in their diaries yeah. um we did all our cabinetry through a company that do um events you know they do the stands at the o2 and mm. you know you know um home exhibitions and all this kind of the big big stuff and of course they haven't got any work at all there's none of that going on mm. so they are they are desperately trying to um to uh to fit in their their um um you know any work they can and so of course they came and, and did that for us which was uh, which was great um but as with all these things once you start working you realize that there's an awful lot needs doing and you know the job list multiplies multiplies quickly and do you think that the high street as a whole the Whitcomb high street will prove to be resilient through this this crisis I think so. I think we've seen, I've seen, you know, we've seen a number of the traders there have carried on working through sort of um, um, internet sales and things like that. Mm. Um, obviously the, 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 the pub situation was sort of a little bit strange before this happened, mm. but um, Mick seems to be making the best of it um, at the mm. moment as well. Um, talking to our, our, our uh, friends at the deli, um, you know, we, we've been having exactly the same problems and are kind of trying to face them in, in you know, similar ways. Mm. Um, and I think that's going to be fine. Mm. Obviously, with the, with the surgery and the vets and all the sort of the, 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 the dentists and the sort of the, 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 the business of parts of, of, of um, sort of like the crossover between retail and, and, and commercial is kind of like that they, they will be back and I don't think they will be affected too much. Mm. dentists obviously will be held up a little bit longer uh i worry about how many people will be working in the offices in whitcomb i don't know how many businesses mm. are going to be sending teams back in whether they can socially distance within their within their space or not mm. um and obviously there's the school will obviously be a, a big driver in 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 how whitcomb re recovers and 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 moves yeah. um i think in long term i think i think there is a resilience and there is a there, i think the, the personalities involved in that i think are um you know uh, people who kind of want to get on and, and, and work, um, you know, whether that's, you know, laundrette, pub, shops, cafes, whatever it might be. I think people want to get on and work. Um, and uh, and we're hoping that the people of Whitcomb will come with us on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on a, a personal level, Tim, how have you found uh, these last few months? How have you found, you know, not being able to work in the same way, being at home more? Is that something that's... <clears throat> suited suited you or have you found it very uh, a real trial no i i i'd be honest with you i i, I very much enjoyed it in, 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 in a number of ways um i seem like kind of surprised to some people who see me behind the counter but i'm a you know i'm pretty an introverted kind of guy and so this kind of you know very comfortable in my own space mm. um my wife and i are, are bickering rather than fighting which is i think is a good thing um and so, you know, we don't have children, so we don't have to worry about the homeschooling. We don't have to worry about um, uh, sort of, you know, any lives other than the two of us. Yeah. Uh, we have recently moved house, and so we're we're quite rural now, which is great. The dog is loving that. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, as far as the personal side of things, it's um, I, I've we've we've been, you know, the issues of mental health and and physical health, we're doing pretty well with, to be honest. Um, uh, obviously, I miss communicating with communicating with people but um uh that's probably it to be honest mm. Mm. no that's that, that that's really good to hear just one final question for you tim then can mm. you make a guesstimate as to how many cups of coffee you've sold in your time in Wigcombe? oh my goodness <laughs> uh, i could tell you 
I could tell you, but I don't know if I haven't checked for a while. Um, when I when I started, I bought um I bought a new grinder, which was the um uh, which will surprise people knowing it's actually the second most expensive piece of equipment in the shop. Mm. Um, and it actually has a counter for how many how many cups of coffee um we do mm. we did. And it's it's I'm not. I'm not going to give you an answer because I don't know without knowing. <laughs> but we were, we were, we were within the sort. Of, we were in the sort of twenty thousands after about a couple of years. So I think wow. we we're in the tens of thousands. You know, along the process. Now that obviously counts the ones that we um, we we have to run sort of you know a good dozen shots during the day to make sure that our machines are calibrated and and mm. working to 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 taste. Um, you know, we spend a lot of time making sure our coffee is mm. is 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 bang on. And that has a lot of wastage, but no, I couldn't possibly comment. But um, but I but I, I think you know it is you know we have been you know we've been keeping Woodcombe alert since two thousand and three. Is that not the uh, what a great slogan? <laughs> yeah. Well, Tim, thanks very much for your your time uh, today. Uh, really not appreciate that. And uh, I'd encourage people, uh, perhaps particularly those people who who, who haven't had the uh, the opportunity to meet you personally, but are listening to this to drop in and say hello at some point after the beginning of July. I hope they do. It's, um, I think for people who are uh, struggling with, with, with communication, mm. of course, places like us are a huge part of that in, in normal life. Mm. I see no reason why it shouldn't continue in, in uh, that rather overworked phrase of the new normal. No, no, exactly. No. Well, again, really appreciate your time, Tim. And hopefully, well, I'm sure I'll see you before too long. Absolutely. So looking Thank forward you, to it. Tim.